what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that this really helps Welcome, welcome. This is Fathom Beyond Sunday, where we engage in conversation that takes our walk with God Monday through Saturday. Um, today, you have Pastor Kyle Nelson. Hey, everybody. And myself, Jackie Cobble. <laughs> Excited for another conversation. Woohoo! <laughs> today, it's definitely Beyond Sunday. I couldn't, I probably can't tell you what day it is Beyond Sunday, <laughs> but it's clearly Beyond Sunday. It's, um, it's definitely been a week. Yeah. Every week is a week, Jackie. Every week it's is true. a week. <laughs> and every week lately has been felt has felt like three weeks. So Yeah. Um yeah, I, life is what Taryn was talking about last night, just how much life has changed like since the pandemic. Yeah. Um and for everybody in different like nuances mm-hmm. and ways to it, but ours has just been it's just been fast i mean there was a stretch there where it felt like it slowed down for a minute yeah. but it's just it's been it's been well, fast i think there's a lot of people who have gotten like rest out of it mm-hmm. but i think for us instead of resting because we don't have a traditional job where it's mm-hmm. just like we go and we come back it, we've had to make all the decisions and figure things out and you know and then that's on top of figuring things out for our family and figuring things out for, you know, friendships and figuring it's like that on top of that, on top of that. It's just like, Holy cow. I feel like I'm just on a roller coaster and here we go. <laughs> for for one of my classes, um, uh, yesterday I had to write a Psalm of lament. Oh gosh. Um, that was one of my favorite assignments. Have you done that? Yes. Yeah. Psalm of lament. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily a lament. It was lament. It was just a write a Psalm. Yeah. Yeah. This was a Psalm of lament. Um, and it was basically, we had to read a book called, uh, prophetic lament and oh, cool. then, um, write a, a lament. So I wrote mine, uh, it was a Psalm of lament for tired pastors in the midst of the pandemic. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you bring it? Not to read right now, but, uh, <laughs> that would have been, I had to post it for my class and we'll reflect on it in coursework. I, so. I think, I think you should bring it next time and read it for us. Yeah. I'm just going to send it to. <laughs> He's like, absolutely pa- not. <laughs> pastors all over and just be like, Hey, I see you buddy. I see you struggling over there. <laughs> see you tired. So <laughs> anywho. Yes. Well, that's neither here nor there. I was, I, I was actually listening. I was so in the car ride this morning. I was listening to the Psalms of Ascent uh-huh. and I was like, you know, just thinking about like, this is what people were singing when they were walking to the temple and just like how it just fills you up, you know, like at place. What? I don't know. Probably seven years later, five years later, mm-hmm. like basically do that exact same place. Still got to learn this lesson. Yeah. God so. was like, yeah. Okay. Now that you're not running anymore, mm-hmm. I, I want you to learn this still. And this time, you know, I actually learned it and was able to walk out what God. And I mean, still, still walking that out, you know, submission is not an easy thing, but mm-hmm. definitely something that I, I enjoy more now than I did then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in those times, like I see so often people walking in the same circle over and over and over again, you know, just repeating just patterns of sin and, you know, n- not even necessarily, I mean, 
sin because it's sin, but not recognizing it as sin or not, you know, that kind of thing. So, so how do we, how do we get out of those cyclical patterns? The things that we keep running back to the things that seem to be prevalent. Yeah. I I think it's, we got to start the question. Why? Like, why is this happening? Like what's going on in our hearts that we, you know, and there's so many, there's, there's layers to it, but I think it, when it, I mean, it comes down to just surrender, like it always does. Mm, Absolutely. Um, That's, that's one thing within our heart. Because I tell folks this all the time, because just like, you know, Jacob and those children were born into that dysfunction, we're all born into some measure of dysfunction in our lives. And just like, you know, there'd been this, what, many would say is an excusable deception in Abraham's life. Mm-hmm. Almost. I mean, like he was, yeah. he was lying about his wife being his sister because he was afraid. Right. You know, and many would say that's an excusable level of deception to keep yourself safe or something like that. And <laughs> but is there an excusable level of deception? Exactly. I'm saying many people would <laughs> no, say that. I'm not saying I say that. Um, and so, but you know, you can kind of gloss over it. And I think, I think that's, so anyway, I, I don't want to get off focus from what I was about to say is just that it, it had started small and then it kind of played this larger picture in the life of their family that absolutely then, then Jacob's mom and then him and then his sons will deceive after the fact. We didn't get into that part of the story yeah. a couple of chapters later. It becomes a generational it's sin. It's very much as generational, habitual sin and cycle and... Um, and it's got to stop, you know, it's got to stop somewhere. And I think oftentimes like we'll blame previous generations. We'll blame all these other things, trying to find reasons for it. And maybe some of those things are a part of it, but when it comes down to it, it's like, are we going to let it continue in our lives? And, and I think many are living in denial, you know, or ignorance that they are sin. It is sin. Um, and an and unwillingness to, to change and to deal with that. And so I think it it's like there are layers of that, that, you know, genetics or, um, you know, those type of things. But I think when it, it really boils down to it, it's it's surrendering our whole, own heart of um, are we surrendered to God, you know, to, to really have his will and his way and, and um, you know, put him first, you Absolutely. know, and stop the wandering you know, um, in ignorance or wandering in, um, you know, kind of prideful disobedience, Yeah. you know? Absolutely. That's, that's really good. You know, I think the wandering and the, the lack of submission is such a hard thing to, um, to wrap our minds around because it's really hard for us to, to stop ourselves, you know, like there's, there's an act that God has to do in that. Mm-hmm. from our own like submission to him like we can't do it in our own strength and i think so often we try yeah and we try and we try yeah and god's like i don't want you to strive for this this isn't a striving situation yeah so how do how do yeah so like you know what what do we got to do to kind of break that cycle yeah i think once once we give voice to hey this is an issue Hey, I don't want this to carry on. Hey, 
our marriages have been terrible for the past three generations. Yeah. Or maybe it was just one generation. It was maybe just that your parents and you said, that's Mm -hmm. not going to be the case. There's got to be a tenacity. I think like within you that says, I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to settle for anything less than God's best. And I think something that was not in my notes, I had studied it, but it was not in my notes that came out on Sunday that I'm so thankful it did was the bookends of the first, like the the night that he dreamt Jacob's ladder and God reminded him of the Abrahamic blessing that was right. on his life from his grandfather. And that was a major moment and he built the altar. That one bookend kind of with the other bookend, which is when Jacob wrestles with God. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was... I didn't. I had not connected the two as bookends to that messy middle. Yeah. But to where he's like, I'm not leaving here until you bless me. And for much of my ministry and like studying those scriptures, I've just been uncomfortable with that scripture. I just <laughs> have because to me it just sounds arrogant. You know, yeah. it just sounds prideful. Like God, I'm not leaving here until you bless me. And I just that that reeked of like. I don't know, television preachers that, you know what I mean? Like it just reeked of like, I want to get mine and prosperity gospel that I just kind of made me want to throw up. And so I just, I had an issue with that scripture. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever had like one that just makes you uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. I can't wrap my brain around, (laughs) but studying it this past week really gave me a ton of just clarity because I, I I was able to kind of really dig through the entire story mm-hmm. arc of where Jacob was at, what he had been through yeah. <laughs> for the past 28 years or 21 years at that point or something like that. He mm-hmm. was seven years for Rachel, seven years yeah. for Rachel again. And then I think he hung around for another seven years before they were headed back. Yeah. Something like that. that like hang out and yeah. finish. Yeah. Work. Lord knows what. Yeah. <laughs> and so, man, so th- that bookend of I'm, I'm not going to leave here until you bless me. I think that tenacity. Well, that, I think too, like you know, the thing about his tenacity is he wasn't asking for a blessing that God didn't already tell him he was going to It was give his, him. yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he said, hey, I'm going to give you this blessing. And so when he got to that point, he was like, all right, Lord, like this is what you mm-hmm. promised. So fulfill your promise. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the key right mm-hmm. there is that we look at it and we say, "Yeah. Okay, well Lord, you've spoken this over my life. And I know that you you mean your you keep your promises. Mm-hmm. And so I'm standing here and I'm not going to move until you keep your promise." Mm-hmm. Like that there's nothing arrogant in that. That's yeah. simply being obedient to him. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like yeah. Like trusting because he tells us to trust his promises. He tells us to, you know, pray those things for ourselves, to pray them over ourselves. That's why I love the word of God, because, you know, it's a book of his promises. And Mm -hmm. so if I pray these things over myself, God's going to break something off of me. Mm -hmm. He's going to do a work in me. He's going to bless me in a way that he says he wants to bless me. Right. You know, and I think that there's a lot in that that we can say, you know, that tenacity has to come from a place where it is grounded in scripture. It is grounded in truth you know and we're praying in accordance with that truth and we're studying in accordance with that truth yeah you know because we can have tenacity and strive but it's not going to get us anywhere yeah and i think that's where i i think for me it's just that i'm i'm not going to live in it anymore is kind of what i mean by that yeah absolutely i'm not going to settle less 
for less than God's best for my life anymore. It's yes. kind of what I mean by that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, hey, this this whole getting things right and getting out of the cycle and all of these things, it's about being closer to God mm-hmm. and it's about being more Christ-like and it's about putting on the mind of Christ, yeah. you know? And so if we can do those things, if we can, if we can ask God to be greater mm-hmm. and we become less, yeah. you know? And I think there's so many of those, those cycles. There's so many different types of them and we could just go through it and just take a minute just to name them. Yeah. Cause absolutely. I think as we're talking through like these cycles, what do you mean? You right. know, what, what, what are we even talking about here? Well, I think there's cycles of um, kind of looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, cycles of sexual sin, Mm -hmm. like that have just been passed down and passed on and in our lives and um, um, just cycles of hopelessness and despair Mm -hmm. that we don't have to live in when we're in Christ, Amen. you know, but so many just find themselves in this ebb and flow of, um, of, uh, just poor financial decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Like bad financial management is another one, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, you know, greedy type of things that. Absolutely. I don't know. There, there, there's a ton. There's a ton there. Uh, addiction. Addiction. Yeah. Yep. There's one. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's a, it's a major one that has a lot of legs to it. It could be a oh, lot absolutely. of different, a lot of yeah. different things. Um, uh, for sure. I mean, there, there's so many, so many cycles that we can kind of, um, you know, uh, look at it in our life, but it's kind of going back to the question of, of what do we need to do to break that cycle? And, and, and I think you started on into it and I think we need to tap the brakes and wrestle more with it is, you know, this isn't just like a sheer willpower thing. And absolutely. And I, I have people approach me a lot of times, like trying to break cycles and, and I can just see it like they're trying, right. They're trying really hard. And, that's good. Glad you're trying. Right. I'm glad you're having just given in. Exactly. You know, and I think that's one of the things that Paul says. Have you, have you fought, you know, <laughs> to the point of shedding blood? Yes. You know, have you fought temptation? To, no. So we are to kind of throw our weight into it, do yeah, everything we absolutely. can, beat our body into submission. But at the end of the day, we have to know, like f- for me, in my understanding of the scriptures, uh, it's a battle of loves. Absolutely. We're doing a love series right now. We mm-hmm. go, and one of my messages that I won't get to is for this series was the <laughs> battle of loves. And that's yeah. essentially what it is. Like when, whatever it is, whether it's s- more stuff mm-hmm. or people, men or women, mm-hmm. um, or a drug or a drink or something like it's a battle of loves. Do I love that more than mm. I love God? Yes. And when I can just get my heart on, hey, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to break these cycles. So God will love me more. When I can get that out of my head, just yes. shake that out of my head, shake it out of my heart, and see that's not how God sees this. So why do I see it like that? And just understand, no, He loves me so much. Why? Do, am I letting anything get in the way of my love for him? Because he he doesn't let, he hasn't let anything get in the, uh, in the way right. of his love for me. Well, that's you know sometimes you hear songs where it's like your love is growing for me or you know your love gets better every day, and you're like his love doesn't change. Mm-hmm. He loves you as much as he could love any person ever, 
or as much as he could do, love anything ever now mm-hmm. in this moment. That doesn't mean that our perception of his love doesn't get better or our perception of things doesn't change. Certainly, yeah. But he loves us more than we can even fathom mm-hmm. and without restraint and there is no bound to his love. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing bound, binding his love from us. It's us that has to love him more. And it's it's our our dying to self is so that we love him more. Yeah. Our giving these things up is to love him more. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's John 15 is, is huge. And I would say Luke 15 is huge too. Luke 15 is prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And John 15 is the vine of the branches. Um, abide in me and I'll mm-hmm. abide in you. I love that one. <laughs> and I think that abiding thing is so huge mm-hmm. yeah right because it says apart from you know jesus says apart from me you can bear no fruit you can't bear fruit and so if we really in the other kind of understanding their definition of that word abiding is to just to dwell like to dwell yes. in him and so for me that's really like how do we break this cycle like we really learn to dwell in him yes like not just on Sundays, not just in mm-hmm. small group gatherings, not just our morning devotional. Like literally, we are abiding in Christ. Yes. Every moment of every day, as best as we're able, breaking in moments of, you know, whatever. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. That conversations in which our brain goes elsewhere. We're talking about the movies or the weather, whatever, you know. And <laughs> yeah. We we just we're we're just our heart it just becomes tethered it just becomes it's just abiding in him yes. constantly and so that that that's how you know because I'm mm-hmm. so caught up I mean uh, the James is talking about something he's talking about our our speech you know when he says just you know how can salt water and and fresh water flow from the same spring yeah absolutely but, so it's a little mixed metaphors here of abiding in the, in the <laughs> vine. And then looking over to James talking about that, but it's the same idea. It's really the same idea that when we're abiding in Christ, when we're we got His fresh water in our spirit, then that's what's going to come out. That's what the actions are going to be that follow it. And yeah. so, so we can do. We need to put some things in place as we are abiding in Him to continue mm-hmm. to break the physical habits. Right, they're, they're yeah. physical habits. They're things that we don't even realize we're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to pray and ask God, hey, make me aware of these things. Make yes. me aware of, not when I'm in the ditch already, make me aware. Yeah, let me of, see the small habits that are yeah, affecting the big habits. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, lead us not into temptation, but deliver <laughs> us from evil. Exactly. You know, like and know that and know that we can be victorious like we can and i think a huge part of it you know we haven't talked about this side of it but that just takes time mm-hmm. is a renewing of the mind yes you know i i think you know things are just as this conversation's going just a lot more <laughs> things are flooding so we're just talking about how how to break some of these habits break some of these cycles we're talking about the inner part we've talked about just the tenacity side yeah. of it talking about the mind side of it for a minute when you hear that like renewing the mind like w- what comes to your mind how would you describe so i'd say that experience or that journey to 
the renewing of the, the mind. The renewing of the mind is, I would, it, it's like, it's like a filtration system mm. where, you know, we're, what we're putting in, if we're putting in garbage, it's constant garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if we're, if we're committed to spending time with God and we're committed to reading his word, our mind is then it goes through this filter of the word, mm-hmm. you know, and it's being cleansed by the word mm-hmm. and it's being changed and how we view things is reshaped and how we our our view of the world and mm-hmm. how the world works is changed. The way we see ourselves changes because of what God's word says about mm-hmm. us, you know, and we begin to be fortified in our belief, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We start to filter things through the, the truth of God's word and yes. not through our own eyes and ears and mm-hmm. our own emotions. You know, frankly, that that's all we've known, you know, yeah. pre-Christ, pre-understanding that the word of God is, you know, mm-hmm. the truth for our lives and, and God for our lives. And so, yeah, I, I think about like, you know, certain like the water we drink like i know a lot of people won't drink jacksonville tap water (laughs) i think it's gross i don't know how it is over in orange park but it's highly chlorinated is it yeah i mean Um, it's just it's it's spring water yeah so yeah but super hard and chlorinated you know i don't really know i mean i'll drink tap water i'm not i'm not scared of it people probably think it's terrible for me but i've been drinking it all my life so it's fine (laughs) but you know, you step away and, you know, drink some, you know, Fiji water for a second or some of that alkaline water. I like the smart water. It's really good. Yeah. It actually tastes good. <laughs> it's so funny how like... But I don't buy it because yeah. I'm too cheap for yeah. that. <laughs> I don't, have you ever had that alkaline water? I haven't. Which it's like It's like pH regulated. Ooh. It tastes amazing. Does it? Like people are like sketch on the science of it, but... I, all I know is it's delicious. Yeah, like it tastes better than normal water, so. <laughs> it's just so smooth, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a fan of Fiji water, and it's like just, it's so pure, and so, it tastes so good. You like Fiji water because it comes in a square bottle. Partly, yes. <laughs> Partly, yes. It, it is. I don't know why. You holding it. You're like, no, it's not this. that it's boot. It is. It's the, it's the shape of it that it is. is. <laughs> I know. feels I just understand. right. Like, why it's have we not marketing. done this? Yeah, it is. It is. Um. Well, it organizes so much better on a shelf. <laughs> oh, and there you go. And That's what it there is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like, I can put all of these and it fills every bit of space in the cabinet. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, anyway, but it, it's like, <laughs> that's renewing the mind. It's like taste in this. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know there was something pure and something clean. And then you go back to it and you're like, oh, that ain't right. Like, that's, like oh, I taste this. This is not the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's just it's a it's a renewal there that that takes time that that God does through His Spirit, um, but also through us diving into His Word and understanding and growing and learning and having a willingness to learn and grow in our heart and humility to be corrected where we were yeah. wrong, and that's the renewing of the mind that that cannot take place. We will stay stuck in that cycle, absolutely, if our minds aren't changed, if our minds aren't renewed. And we don't begin to call sin what it is and to receive correction in our mm-hmm. life and to be corrected out of the word of God. The thing that I think about most often when I think about like correcting habits or things that are off or that, or a cycle, a pattern of, a pattern of sin in my life mm-hmm. is I, I tend to think, okay, well, what, what am I not doing in the tenets of like spiritual disciplines? Mm-hmm. What am I not, 
what am I not participating in in those things? Because typically it it's all about my relationship with God. All those are about abiding. Yes. You're learning to abide in different areas of my life. Exactly. You know, and, and to yeah, crucify the flesh. Yeah. yeah, it's when I can when it's not about what I'm trying to get rid of out of my life. It, I I often don't focus on correcting the behaviors because those are simply symptoms of a oh, deeper right. issue that's rooted. And so I'm I'm typically like, okay, Lord, what is it? Because I haven't been silent with you, mm-hmm. you know, because that's a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. I like noise. I like things going on because silence just means my thoughts go and go and go. (laughs) And so, you know, like things like that, like what am I not doing that I need to be doing to draw closer to you? Because I can't, obviously I can't correct these steps where I would have done it already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I would have corrected this if I could, but I can't. So Lord, what am I missing out of what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, go back to that, pray pray this pray scripture over myself you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and i think the one piece of the puzzle that we haven't talked about yet and we've talked a little bit just about habits but our relationships are extremely important on Mm, this stuff too um there are certain people who foster certain things in us absolutely and certain people who call things out or won't know that it's unacceptable in our life, mm-hmm. whether that's certain patterns of speech or whether that's certain other behaviors. Um, uh, there's some people who we won't talk to our spouse that way when they're around, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But with other people, we will. Oh, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. And we'll, we'll move. We try to avoid the ones that actually challenge us most of the time. And, <laughs> you know, and just... Yep. The ones that... We like um, people who placate us. Yeah, absolutely. And so I would just say for anybody that's kind of stuck, you know, mm-hmm. in the messy middle, um, I think it's it's got to be a cognizant decision to really reflect on your relationships and to um, not just the ones that maybe need to be, you know, paired back and um, separated yeah. from some, but also the ones that you need to lean into a little bit more maybe in forms of conversation to bring some things into the light through vulnerability and, and transparency yeah. and just really get honest about some real hard stuff that's going on and yes. some real stuff that, Hey, I don't know if you've noticed this, but this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this is a cycle that's been happening in my life for a while. And I, I need to bring it into the light, you know, yeah. and that's a starting point, you know, to hey confess your sins one to another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Right. You know, is what James five sixteen says. Well, and in those relationships, there might be more specific steps for what you're walking through mm-hmm. that, you know, that are just lined out in the Bible or that, you know, that we've, people have been able to do in their own walk with God. You know, God will bring people around to have similar struggles or who are a little bit ahead of the game in what you're dealing with in the same situation, but ahead of you. And that, you know, there's, there is so much wisdom that comes from somebody who has already walked through the same thing you're Mm -hmm. walking through yeah you know and if you're willing to listen people will people will share and they will help because anybody who has been transformed by god wants to help you yeah (laughs) because they know what it means to be free yeah for sure i love that i think that's the perfect place to stop (laughs) yeah absolutely just to, to recap for everybody just like i use the word tenacity that might not be the best word but just 
uh, drawing a line in the sand that says, yeah. hey, I'm not going to continue in this anymore is, is huge and recognizing our sin. We didn't talk about repentance, but I think that's a, right, yes. a part of that. That's a huge part of it. Um, and just really letting God do the inner work of mm-hmm. surrender in our lives that we want all of him and just learning to abide in him. Yes. Um, renewing our mind and really reflecting mm-hmm. on our relationships. You know, so there's just a whole gamut of here. We, we didn't put it in list form, but there, there's kind of a list there of yeah, how do we break free in these things. And, you know, you'll, you'll find different people who will try to give you you know, a program or something, yeah. you know, maybe that's necessary at times, but yeah. I, I, I think, um, I think this is kind of a spiritual path forward, you know, for yeah, someone absolutely. that's stuck in that place. I think everybody, yeah, everybody has that individual. I'm sure that there are certain steps, you know, like if you're, if you've been abused, there's, you need to go to counseling. Like you uh, need, you yeah. know, like there are certain things that definitely need. Yeah a program or, you know, certain steps that you need to walk through. But no matter what, like get people involved with you, get, Mm -hmm. you know, start committing yourself to this, take the healing process. Yeah. Yeah. Use that tenacity to say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow this to continue to rule my life. And then reach out to the people who are around you, who, you know, love God and who are committed to him because they'll help you find those next steps. Right. Yeah, for Um, sure. And if you don't have anyone like that in your life, we're here for you. You know, yeah. email me at Jackie, J-A-C-I, at FathomChurchJacks.com. Um, and I'd love to get you connected with um, services or any way that we can help. We would love to do that. So yeah. um, we love you guys. We are so thankful that you hung out with us today. Um, we hope that this has been beneficial to you. If it has, share it with your friends. Um, and we look forward to talking t- with you next week.